0: That's Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, in this corner, from the University of Colorado, 30 years in the ring, fighting for truth, justice, and the American way, Dan Kaplan. Who's fighting for truth
1: and justice today and the American way? And it is the kids of Denver Public Schools who left school, took to the streets in large numbers to, to protest the fact that they have been sold out, they have been abandoned by these lefties, uh, abandoned. By Phil Weiser, abandoned by Jared Polis, abandoned by the school board, abandoned by Kyle Clark and Nine News, abandoned by DPS. All these adults who are protecting Tay Anderson, who obviously should be gone from his job. So, why? Why are all these people going to such great lengths to protect Tay Anderson? 855 405 8255. Why are they going to the, the extreme length of, in my opinion, actually misleading? their viewers, their readers, uh, whatever the case may be, their voters. And I can give you concrete examples that I believe support my point about the deception. 855-405-8255. So listen to this. You can tell just by listening to what you're about to hear. This is a very large group of young people who left their high schools today to gather over a thousand strong downtown and demand the ouster of Tay Anderson. ho ho Tay Anderson has got to go. And you've seen the video, Ryan. We have lots of young women. We have lots of people of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very large crowd. The other sound, obviously, we couldn't play because even though you have the best bleeping skills I've ever seen, <laughs> um, right. the, the chant was F, full F word, the pedal referring to Tay Anderson. So, yeah, we, we couldn't quite get that one on air. So why the protection of Tay Anderson. Why mislead the public? You take Kyle Clark, okay? Yeah. I've praised him many times on air, not for his politics. I disagree with him on almost everything, but he's enormously talented. If you disagree, you'll tell me, Ryan. He's enormously <laughs> talented. He's a leftist political commentator. He's carved out a great niche at, at 9 News. And and by the way, I don't think, and maybe I'm wrong, I don't think he'll ever get in the arena. Maybe I'm wrong. We should invite him, see if he will. But, uh, but you know, he's he's one of those who takes his shots but will never put himself in the position where he has to engage in a real debate. No. But he's very talented and, and again, has this great niche. So why would he use that to protect Tay Anderson? Why would he deprive from his viewers and his very large Twitter following critical facts? Because these tweets from him I read earlier make no reference whatsoever to the major finding of the so-called investigation, which is witness intimidation, because... Once it's found, even by this very friendly group of investigators, in my opinion, once it's found that Anderson had been publicly intimidating witnesses, you can't put any stock in a finding that the charges were not substantiated. Right. Because that may very well have discouraged women from coming forward. I don't know whether he committed sex assault or not, but am I missing a step logically, Ryan?
2: absolutely not. And it does have a chilling effect. And we don't call, I don't call him, it's my term, but I like calling him Comrade Kyle for a reason. Solidarity, baby. They're going to go shoulder to shoulder, him and Tay Anderson. Mm -hmm. And as far as, again, I'll rewind it a few steps. You can go to the extreme steps of there are credible or are there not credible. Sexual assault allegations against him. Sexual harassment allegations. Against him. There is a proven exchange on social media of sexual flirtatious conduct with a student in the Denver Public Schools. I just stop right there. No, you don't I, need anyone. You're, you're anymore. right. That's he game, should, set, match.
1: Going. He's done. Well, and, and we know for any Republican, they'd be gone oh, at that point. So totally. So is that why you have all these people willing to even mislead their own, own audiences? When you go to the Denver Post editorial, which I called out at the time. It's terrible. Which right, just, just called for him to learn a lesson and be censured and prove himself. <laughs> the Denver Post made brief mention, which was more than Kyle Clark did, uh, of the fact there'd been a finding of witness intimidation, which you think would be the lead, right? Because it affects everything else. But it, the Denver Post didn't get in any details. If it was a Republican, Ryan, who during an investigation of multiple sex assault and sex harassment allegations had posted a picture of a, a cartoon character with a very large gun using a gun image above the words, Do it, bitch. It, 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 Don't you think the Post and 9 News and everybody would be calling for and would succeed in calling for and should call for the immediate resignation and probably banishment to an island
2: somewhere and not Hawaii of that perpetrator? Well, A, yes. B, If there was a lesson to be learned and Tay was going to learn it, it would have been suffering the consequence of being removed from the board, a forced resignation, whatever you want to call it. Then he might have had time to reflect on his actions and say, you know what? I got to change the direction of my life. What has happened instead, he's been emboldened, he's been enabled, he's been empowered to do this further because there is no code of conduct on the books in the Denver Public Schools. They've admitted as much. This is a disaster.
1: You don't need one. And I know Ryan's referring to some audio he pulled, which is very compelling. we'll play it again where you have some board member saying kids we hear you loud and clear we're gonna drop a code of conduct and and that would mean we'd have at least let me do my math 1,000 kids 2,000 middle fingers pointed toward the board right now it's because you don't need a code of conduct to know that as a school board member you cannot intimidate witnesses during a pending investigation and 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 Using that language, using gun imagery and the do it bitch language. And these people
2: on the left go running for cover. It's too little too late. It's after the fact. The the only outcome here that is going to settle the waters is to remove Tay Anderson from the school board. And that's my next question, Dan, is what will it take? Will it take five days of these protests? Will it take five months of these protests for the Denver public schools to remove their head from a dark orifice and do what needs to be done? Yeah,
1: yeah. You know. That is a great question. You know, are they able to get rid of Tay Anderson? Because think about it. They are all so politically motivated. Right. You know, the starting point is this was all about protecting a fellow Democrat, a fellow lefty. They're all so politically motivated. And this is the broader point I was talking about with our great audience outside of the Denver Metro is this is part of a broader radical transformation and, and radical underlined. Of America, where there are two standards of justice and lefties are literally immune in many, many cases from from criminal offenses and from offenses that would get others thrown out of their public positions. So we're now setting up these two radically different standards of justice. And again, I don't know if Tay Anderson committed a crime or not. We cannot know, in my opinion, because he intimidated witnesses. And that should be the starting point for Nine News and the Denver Post and every honest journalist out there. I know the people at the Post, highly intelligent. I know Kyle Clark is highly intelligent. So they must know that where there is witness intimidation present, it taints everything. Yet they drive right past that. Why? 855-405-8255. And in Denver, you're on the Dan Capolis show, but thank God for the kids. Kids willing to impose standards where adults will not. The crowd was also chanting, women's rights are human rights. And think about it. All these lefties now abandoning these kids. You know, a so-called Dad? Me Too era. Yes, Anne.
3: Does that mean there's hope for us that there are some young people that will stand in the country? I mean, it's really great news. But here's my point about Tay. The Dems have a lot invested in him.
1: Yeah, so it's it's all political.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Say again? So it's it's raw politics. They are willing to protect somebody who intimidated females publicly during a sex assault slash harassment investigation, they're willing to protect that perpetrator. I'm not saying he perpetrated a sex assault. Jury's still out on that. But what I'm saying is we know from this report and and from what we're looking at with our own two eyes that he engaged in witness intimidation of females.
3: Where's the Denver District Attorney's Office?
1: Yeah. Interesting question as to whether that's a crime. Uh, Thank you, Ann, because this was not... A criminal investigation. And please, nobody call this a third party investigation. After the break, I'll give you some really, if it wasn't so tragic and potentially harmful, some hilarious examples from this uh, so-called third party report. No. Denver School Board, which faced the potential for large scale civil liability, hired this entity to do the so-called investigation. That is not an independent investigation, in my opinion. That is not, in my opinion, a third-party investigation. Phil Weiser should have investigated with the full force of the AG's office. Jared Polis should have stepped up, along with Bennett and Hancock and Hickenlooper, and assured the girls and young women that if they came forward, it would be taken seriously. Instead, they ran, and they protected Tay Anderson. Why? Eight five five four zero five eight two five five on the Dan Kaplan Show no
0: oh, the
1: One of your best. The kids are all right. Yes, they are. DPS kids walking out of school today, at least a thousand strong from lots of different high schools to gather together and uh, and call on the adults to do what they should have done quite obviously a long time ago, demand that Anderson leave the board and also demand that Anderson do the right and decent thing, which I know appears unattainable and likely is. eight five five four zero five eight two five five the number. But why are are all of these big-time lefties protecting Anderson? And I've given you a lot of specifics during the show today, and I'll quickly recap that as we take calls. But I'd love to know from you, why are they protecting him? And will the kids take you to the streets? And remember, vast majority of these kids, what percentage would you say, Ryan,
2: are hardcore liberal the high school kids i would say that would be a fair assumption that many of them are majority of them are for oh, sure yeah. Oh, yeah. politically but this is above politics it should
1: yeah. be right right no that that's why i say i admire it so much and yeah. it, it would take so much for kids who lean so far left which i think the vast majority of high school kids do i sure did in high school uh, you know to to break with that and go public and, and call out all these lefties including anderson lots of lots of women and and girls and young women in the crowd Lots of kids of color. 855-405-8255.
2: The the important thing here to me, Dan, is that uh, these kids, which I was surprised. I was very surprised. They followed through. They did it. There were so many of them in such strong numbers. They need to do this again tomorrow. They need to do it Wednesday. They need to do this every single day until Tay Anderson's gone, period. And and just for yucks, at some point, will you play again that
1: sound from the the other school board member who spoke up and said, Kids, we hear you. We're going to develop a code of conduct.
3: They asked us a lot about what is the code of conduct for board members on social media, and as of right now, we don't have one. Our students from across the district today told us there has not been enough action to prevent to protect the safety and to send the message that this behavior by a board member is unacceptable. They told us today that they are embarrassed and disappointed to see how Director Anderson is responding to the censure by continuing to disparage and attack anyone who has concerns about his behavior towards students. As a result of today's conversations with students, we're going to include their voices and their thoughts as we continue the work we've already started on establishing a code of conduct for school board members. This would clearly spell out the high standards of behavior for our elected public board members to help ensure we are upholding the public trust and showing leadership in creating a safe and welcoming school for our students and their families and our staff. A major part of this code of conduct will also be strict policies about board members' social media communications and the code of conduct will also place clear protocols and consequences for misconduct to help ensure accountability it, this is part of the bigotry
1: of soft expectations it's, it's also an insult to the kids and i said the same thing about the post when they editorialized last week after this in in my humble opinion after this bs whitewash report so obviously slanted to Tay Anderson and DPS which hired this company came out that that the Denver the Denver Post oh uh, said yeah oh he should learn lessons regain trust and be censured wait a second this is a slam dunk call for removal of the school board members Ryan mentioned you know exhibit A You know, flirting with a student. I mean, in and of itself, any school board member gone. But then you get to what I think is is even more damaging and demands immediate removal, which is intimidating witnesses during the investigation using the image of a gun and the words do it, bitch. I mean, and forgive the word. I'm. This is a news story. I'm quoting Tay Anderson. Yet the Denver Post, in its editorial, never even gave those specifics. And in all the Kyle Clark tweets that I've just read to you, and in the nine news story I just played, they don't even mention the witness intimidation finding. They just gloat about uh, that the finding that the sex assault allegations were not substantiated and and they take shots at people in the media who are accusing Tay Anderson. Well, wait a second, anybody with a brain and these people all have big brains, so they have to know what they're doing. Anybody with a brain understands if there's witness intimidation, that changes everything. You cannot reasonably conclude that somebody's innocent on the basis. The victims didn't come forward when that the individuals found guilty of witness intimidation during the investigation, mm-hmm. it's basic logic and fairness. So yet yeah, listen to this Kyle Clark tweet. Investigators were not able to substantiate claims that Anderson had sexually assaulted anyone after trying to make contact with the alleged victim 13 times. Investigators say she and BLM 5280 declined to participate, but Kyle Cl- Clark chooses not to tell his Twitter followers that Tay Anderson was found guilty of witness intimidation, which might, I don't know if it does, but might explain the alleged victim not coming forward, don't you think? And, and then Kyle Clark tweets, it's clear that at Coach MK Fleming, at Colorado GOP leaders, and at 710K and U.S. radio hosts got their money's worth out of pushing anonymous, secondhand, now unsubstantiated sexual assault allegations against at Director Tay because it cost them nothing. Also should be a case study in journalism schools. What should be a case study in journalism schools is Kyle Clark, smart guy, talented guy, has his big platform apparently intentionally hiding from his viewers and, and from his readers the fact that Tay Anderson was found guilty of witness intimidation in the middle of this. He had to have made, right, Ryan? He had to have made a conscious decision to hide that fact from his followers and because he knows yeah. why. Why did he
2: hide it? Because he knows that fact blows up yeah. his argument. Oh, yeah, he's sanitizing it. That's exactly well, what he's doing he, to, to curry favor with Tay Anderson. I think a lot of this might have to do with the the fear some on the left might have of Tay, of retribution, of his followers, which they may be very loyal. Well, they may be very large in number. What a brilliant point you make. I, I mean,
1: isn't what, what Kyle Clark is doing, and I played the Nine News story earlier where they, in in my Humble opinion hid this critical fact. I mean, it should be the headline out of all of this, right? Tay Anderson found guilty of intimidating women during the investigation. But to your point, Ryan, to your point, has Tay Anderson, by using that gun imagery, Mm -hmm. the gun to the chest, has he intimidated Kyle Clark? Yeah. Has he intimidated the Denver Post? Has he intimidated Phil Weiser? Are they in physical fear? that if they don't protect and defend him, that they're in danger? Has well, has he succeeded in his intimidation?
2: Something I cited on Friday's show was a tweet that he later deleted, but I got a screenshot of in mm-hmm. which he whatabouted the situation to Mayor Hancock and the text exchange when he was having an illicit Affair or whatnot with uh, I think was one of the former um, yeah. Yeah, members right. of the police department. Right. right. And he was drawing a moral equivocation between the two, even though the allegations and the proven substantiated exchange with the underage girls, a totally different ballgame. One last point, And that is what you heard here. Uh, from Dr. Kerry Olson, Denver Public School Board, is they're going to come up with a code of conduct and he's going to be grandfathered in. This is not going to be retrofitted or retroactive to hold him
1: accountable. First of all, intimidating girls and young women and others during the middle of an investigation, you don't need a code of conduct to know that you've got to lose your job over that. And a school board member flirting with a high school... No, No, you don't need any code of conduct to know that. Tay Anderson responding to the kids taking to the streets today will have that and other news from around the country and the world after the break on the Dane Caples Show.
3: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. what a remarkable moment that is at least a thousand kids from a bunch of different denver high schools leaving class today and gathering downtown to chant that among other things hey hey ho ho tay anderson has got to go and stepping back and looking at it obviously tay anderson a democrat tay anderson a lefty tay anderson a man of color but these kids these kids we're willing to step up and defy all of the normal political battle lines that the left tries to set up and say no. You know, protecting girls, protecting young ladies, it, it, protecting women is more important than all of that. To me, that is so impressive. And as you said, Ryan, I hope we see it over and over again. Until what? Until Tay Anderson is gone. Because we all know. That if this was a conservative, they would have been long, long, long gone. And uh, also chanting today, women's rights are human rights. And also chanting F, the full word, the pay I mean, it, it was remarkable down there. And you know, my starting point, I don't know whether Tay Anderson committed sexual assault or not. In, in my opinion, it is now impossible for me to know because of two things. One is... Anderson, according to this report, and I agree with the report, engaged in witness intimidation during the investigation. So how can you even know when so much of this investigation talks about alleged victims not being willing to come forward? Well, when you've got the guy out there you're accusing, publicly posting an image of a very large gun pressed against the chest of a cartoon character with the words he wrote in, do
2: it, bitch, that ain't subtle. Well, Anderson's one thing. Okay, whatever. The Denver Public Schools and the board are quite another oh, yeah. matter. Oh, yeah. And let's look at this from 30,000 feet, too, yeah. Dan. Yeah. They buried this story in a news dump Friday mm-hmm. by having the vote on a Friday that was not accidental, that was mm-hmm. intentional. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the story would then die, they thought, they hoped, over Saturday and sunday but the kids still came out to protest yeah. on monday yes. that forced of course dr carrie olson to come out and make some public comments mm-hmm. she hopes those will soothe the wounds <laughs> of these students that they'll go, <laughs> go away that they'll get quiet they'll buy some time yeah. they'll run out the clock yeah. and that'll be the end of the story yeah. well, that's
1: what they're hoping we'll, we'll find out here is um tay anderson's response uh Denver School Board Director Tay Anderson's statement on student-led protests. And again, think of, at the very least, the irony of this. All these kids largely left, you'd assume I was in high school, coming out to protest against the leader of protest. Tay Anderson. Director Anderson unequivocally supports the First Amendment and the right to protest. He has always been supportive of the voices of our students. Um, mm, let's see. First Amendment rights, voices of students. How supportive is it of that to, in the middle of an investigation of Tay Anderson into sex assault and sex harassment allegations, to post an image of a large gun pressed into the chest of a cartoon character with Tay Anderson writing the caption, do it, bitch. Ryan, I don't see that real supportive of (laughs) free speech or the voices of students. Yeah, he's supportive of the voices of students as long as they understand that, hey, if you do it, bitch, guess what? And, and I don't like using that B word. It's in the context of a news story, and I'm quoting Tay Anderson just to make the point of how ludicrous it is and how ludicrous that Kyle Clark in his tweets wouldn't even mention that. He'd just gloat over the fact that the report did not find Anderson guilty. Isn't it the obvious starting point? If the report, as it did, found witness intimidation by Anderson during the investigation, as a matter of logic, how could you then conclude that he did not commit the assaults? I'm not saying that he did, but once he engages in witness intimidation, how do you conclude that he didn't? Uh, Anderson's statement, or whoever wrote it, I'm not sure which, goes on to say, the ILG report clearly stated there was no evidence to substantiate the sexual assault allegations that initially launched this investigation by the Denver School Board. Um, first of all, that sounds very lawyer to me. I don't know if it is or not. I will tell you this. I've quoted it out of the report before, and I have it sitting right in front of me. Uh, the report did not conclude that there was no evidence. This is carefully drafted, in my opinion, to make it sound that way. No. The report concluded in the end that, hey, there was some evidence supporting it, that the victims wouldn't come forward. There was some evidence against it. And in the end, it, they didn't conclude. They didn't conclude. I'll go back and get the exact wording for you. They didn't conclude that these allegations were untrue. They concluded that the allegations could not be substantiated. And they often referred to the accusers not coming forward. Well, when you've got open intimidation using the imagery of a gun and the words, do it, bitch, during the investigation, uh, might not that explain? I don't know if that's the reason people didn't come forward, but it would seem like a reasonable one. Uh, So Anderson or whoever wrote this goes on to say, He is saddened that the media and the school board have perpetuated false narratives that have implied otherwise, resulting in our students feeling unsafe. What are you talking about? (laughs) I mean, the the media, the Denver Post itself, Kyle Clark himself, this highly talented, skilled lefty, he has a completely different political view than mine, but but they have turned into your massage therapist. What media? They, They have turned into Tay Anderson protectors, I assume because he's a Democrat and there are now two standards of justice. But um, What
2: media other than us, Dan, maybe on this show and maybe one or two others in town have even held him to account on this or tried to?
1: Right. No, he's he's so offended that the school board would dare censure him, which just proves the even greater need to have demanded that he leave the board. Uh, Director Anderson has been censured by the school board for behavior determined to be unbecoming of a board member. Uh, specifically two Facebook posts and a short exchange of messages with the person he never met before. When he discovered this person's age, he immediately, immediately ceased communications. None of these actions contained anything sexual at all, let alone something that would rise to the level of harassment or assault. Wait a second. He or whoever wrote this for him completely drives past the witness intimidation. Just as Kyle Clark did, and the Denver Post mentioned it in passing but never gave you the details because they knew the details would cause any reasonable person to demand Anderson's ouster. That's why they hid the details from you. But here they refer to two Facebook posts. Well, Ryan, a, a Facebook post could be anything other, including a crime in and of itself, to something innocent. Why do you think this statement from Tay Anderson doesn't mention... The details of the Facebook post, intimidating witnesses, no, or the
2: finding that he intimidated witnesses. Again, okay, I want to back you up a step. If the, <laughs> if the interaction was so uh, benign and harmless, why would he immediately cease contact with yeah. that person? Yeah, yeah. No, and I know you keep
1: coming back to, as you should, the fact that wait a second—they found he was flirting with the student. Yes, any school board member anywhere in America should be out at that point. All I'm saying is. What's even more rare is blatant public witness intimidation using the imagery of a gun with the words do it, bitch, above the gun. I, I, <laughs> is this all a bad dream? Wake me up. How is Kyle Clark in the Denver, how are they protecting this guy? And imagine and why? Kyle,
2: Kyle Clark, if this was a Republican, oh, sitting down yeah. a face-to-face yeah. interview, just yeah. confronting him with, well, yeah. would you like to explain the context of yeah. this cartoon that you well, posted that says, do it, bitch, with a gun pointed yeah, at Bugs but, Bunny?
1: And, and do you see Kyle Clark interviewing Tay Anderson? Hmm. So why is he protecting him? Oh, by the way, the statement goes on to say, uh, he, so this is a third party thing, will be addressing the Denver Public Schools community, tomorrow at 6 p.m. at Brother Jeff's Cultural Center. The theme of his speech will be unifying a divided district, and he welcomes all students to come listen to his speech and begin a conversation in order to move forward with the difficult work of rebuilding trust with students. He divided it! (laughs) Well, the only way to unify is to do what he should have done a long time ago, which is leave his position. This
2: is like an arsonist having a a seminar on how to stop fires.
1: Yeah. No, it's, it's... preposterous but it it does lead to this really important question that that has meaning for audiences all over the state and beyond not just in denver why why from kyle clark to the denver post why are they hiding important facts from their own readers and viewers why are they hiding important facts why are they going to those links not only to protect tate anderson but why are they willing to abandon the the girls and the young women why? eight five five four zero five eight two five five. And when we come back, I'll give you a few really ludicrous examples from this so called report to show how biased they were in my humble opinion <laughs> in Anderson's favor. eight five five four zero five eight two five five on the Dan Kaplan Show. Picture that large throngs of high school students leaving multiple Denver high schools, including north and east, to march downtown chanting that, hey, hey, ho, ho, Tay Anderson has got to go. Chanting that about a lefty, a, a Democrat, a man of color, it just shows such integrity on the part of the kids. And, and they're not always right. We've talked about that on air, but they've got this one right. And, and they weren't willing to be intimidated out of that. Just because of normal political bad lines, because obviously you got all these lefties and I've documented the Cal Clark thing, the Denver Post thing, the Phil Weiser thing, the Jared Polis thing, the school board thing. You got all these lefties who, who are protecting Tay Anderson at the expense of these young women and the expense in, in concrete terms. Listen, I don't know if he sexually assaulted anybody, but now, in my opinion, we can't know. Because of the witness intimidation that this report concluded he engaged in and just looking at what he posted during the middle of the investigation, a, an image of a large gun from a cartoon pressed against the chest of a cartoon character. And Tay Anderson writes in the words, do it, bitch. I mean, so but their willingness also to, to do this to the girls and to the young women, because right now they rightfully and they made it clear when they took to the streets. This isn't just me saying it. They, they rightfully feel abandoned and unprotected, and Wiser and Polis and Clark and The Post are, are willing to be an active, very active part of making them feel that way to the point where both The Post and, and Kyle Clark and Nine News have, at least in the stuff I've seen and, and quoted to you verbatim, have, have hidden from their own viewers and readers these critical facts about the witness intimidation, which should be where this story starts. 855 405 8255, the number. So get back to the phone lines. Let's start with Michael in Denver. You're on the Dane Kaplan show. Welcome, Michael. Well, uh, thank you. Um, uh, mine was real quick. Are you able to share that photo um,
2: on Facebook or something on your yeah. page? Ryan, but, can
1: we post uh, this? Share that. Sure, I can yeah. do that. Yeah, we'll post you send it, it to on... to me. I'll do it. We'll, we'll post on Kau. I don't want it on my own Twitter because it's so disturbing. Um, oh, but that's fair. Yeah, but but we'll get it out on on the How. We'll let people be disturbed through K-How. And then, but, um <laughs> Yeah. I don't. And I want to throw out uh, where I'm at. Um, but I am a DPS
0: employee mm.
1: and had a couple students um, that were part of the protest oh, okay. talking about
2: it, and they are definitely. Um, uh, very upset about the fact that uh, this this guy is still there. Um, nobody nobody else would get sixty plus allegations and still have a job.
1: Yeah, no, and so
2: this guy this guy's being groomed. I,
1: I hope they take to the streets again. I really do. It it is such a an important moment for them and the community. Thank you, Michael. Hey, th- by the way, let me get back to this report. And all of this is opinion on my part. But I've been practicing law 37 years, and I see a lot of these investigative reports. Some you have to put in quotes because they're BS and and they're clearly biased and slanted in favor of one party. As in my constitutionally protected opinion, I believe this report is that that Denver Public Schools paid for. So don't let anyone get away with saying third-party report nonsense. Denver Public Schools picked the entity that was going to do the report. They paid that entity. And and then you look at what they got back, something, in my opinion, whitewashed in favor of Anderson and of them. That's that's my opinion on this. What should have happened is an objective report done by the attorney general. But he hid he abandoned the girls and young women for his own political benefit. That's what happened with him and and Polis and and the kids pay the price for that. But great to see him taking to the streets, pushing back. But but let me give you some examples of what, in my opinion, what, what total BS this report is. Um, the, one of the major allegations is the sex assault. This is a flat-out rape allegation that was brought forward anonymously by Black Lives Matter fifty two eighty 280 on, on behalf of a young woman. And as I said at the time, I have a lot of differences with Tay Anderson But the anonymous allegation thing to me is very concerning because anybody can accuse anybody of anything in that situation. So it's very concerning. But with that said, okay, that that report is one of the focus points of this investigation. But but the way this investigation begins tells you what garbage it is. Uh, Here's here's what they say as they start to document their quote findings. This is at the very beginning. Racism and its impact on this situation. So it comes right out of the gate with Director Anderson, his supporters and others have stated that the allegations that initiated this process are racially motivated. This situation involves a young black man standing publicly accused by a white woman, ostensibly speaking on behalf of non-white victims. And then it goes on with that kind of stuff. Wait a second. Wait a second. As I understand, I'll read to you right now. I don't know if it's true or not, but it's in this report. It's in the public domain. I'll read to you the allegation. It doesn't sound to me like the accuser brought forward by BLM 5280 is is a white woman. And even if she was, why would any kind of independent report start out this way? And on that same first page today, the term virtual lynching has been used to describe an event where a prominent black person is subjected to accusations without evidence and subsequently villainized online so you can see what they're trying to do from the jump in protecting anderson but here are the details now this account i have no idea whether it's true this account is allegedly the account of the alleged victim speaking through a friend and here's what she says i didn't do that did i slap me in the face ryan Ah, there isn't time to do it right. I'll start the show with it tomorrow. But but it's very clear from this allegation brought forward by BLM 5280 that it, it appears this accuser is not a white woman. And even if she was, why are the investigators playing the race card? I'll give you other examples tomorrow. In my opinion, garbage investigation. Ryan, you are not garbage. You're fantastic. Thank you for another great job. Please join us tomorrow